embark with me on this mystical, musical ride past the borders and to something known as Freeform. Along the way, music from those you know and those you will know. Signing on for its 23rd year exclusively on the internet, I'm Dan Herman. This is Radio Crystal Blue. It's a Sunday afternoon in New England, just three days before Christmas. Ma's been making the roast in the kitchen range, also tapioca pudding, so when Sister Neen comes in from outdoors with the shovel she's been wielding in the blizzard, there are cold waves of snowy air mixing with the heat steams of tapioca over the stove, and in my mouth I can taste whipped cream cold from the icebox in the hot pudding tonight. While Ma cooks, she also sits in the round kitchen table reading the Boston American. Pa's in the parlor playing the gospel singers of Sunday cigar smoke funnies time. I'm getting ready to take my big blizzard walk into the Massachusetts Shroud. It begins just down the end of Dirt Road, Phoebe Avenue. I'm rummaging in the closet for my hockey stick, which will be my walking stick and feeling stick, to find where puddles and creeklets have disappeared under two feet of snow this day. Where are you going? Take my walk. Be careful, don't fall on the ice. You going to your pine brook? Oh, you're crazy, you. I start out, down the porch steps, over shoes, wool cap, coat, corduroy pants, mittens. There are Christmas wreaths in all the windows of Sweet Feet. No sign of G.J. or Billy with the kids sliding on the park slope. No sign of them on their porch, except G.J.'s sister and her coat all wrapped, communing with the plickling fall of fast snows, and a silence of her own. Girl-like, watching a pile on the porch rail, the little rills, sadnesses, mysteries. She waves. I plod down off our sister's shoveled walk into Mrs. Quinn's unshoveled walk, where the going is deep, profound, happy. No shoveled walks all the way to Billy's, where Big Brother's six-foot jack has worked, and muffler with pink cheeks and white teeth laughing. Black birds in the black cherry tree, and the new snow breadcrumbs, Bird tweak tracks, a little dot of kitty yellow, a star blob of plop snow ball against old MacArthur's wreathy front door. Oh, the clean porches of New England in the holy dry snow that's drifting across new painted planks to pile in corners over rubber doormats, slants, overshoots, the steam in the windows, the frost, the faces looking out. And over the sandbank now and down on semi-snow plowed Phoebe comes the great foosh of hard storm winds from the river, cracking leafless shrubs in stick unison, throwing swirls of cold-sifted power, pure, the freezing freshness everywhere, the sand frozen solid underneath. Down at the end of Phoebe, I'm in the middle of the road now, preparing my big Arab strides for the real business of crossing miles of field and forest to my wanted brook, which in summer is a rendezvous of swimmers crossing gold and green-leaf day. Bees of bugs, hay, haze. But now the gigantic Snow King has laid its stripe upon the world, locked in a new silence. All you hear is the profound higher-than-human-ear screaming of snow radios, with dazzling 
and electrifying the air like orgones and spermatozoas in a universe dance. They start black specks from heaven, swirl to avoid my gaze, fall white and ploppy on my nose. I turn my face up to the sweet, soft kiss of heaven. My feet are getting cold. I hurry on. Always with a smile of my numb cheeks and pink lips, I think, remembering movies. How really comfortable it would be to lie down and go to sleep in the soft, thick snow, head rested. I plod. The hockey stick trails after. I go through the sandbank draw and rise to survey the sandfield bordered on the other side by a cut of earth with saplings and boulders. I cluck up my horse and off we gallop in a snowbound westerner to the scene, deep. The sand field is all milky, creamy waves of smooth level snow. My blasphemous impertinence tracks makes the slad plod the smoothness. I jump up the cut, stands to survey further vast fields, stretching a mile to the wall of pines. The forest of pine brook and the unbelievable riot murk beyond. The momentous swing of other swirl storms. One last look at Phoebe turning, I see the sweet rooftops of life, of man, of mother and father and children. My heart, heart aches to go back home. I see the dear smoke sweep of chimneys, the innocent fall of snow from roofs, the bedangled icicles, the little piteous fences outlined in all that numb, dull white, the tracks of people. The gleeful steplets of humans twinkling and twittering across the snow, and already again over the sandbank ridge, a great pall of wind and snow sweeping to fill holes with soft new outline. The mystery. Tears in my eyes from cold, and wonder I churn and strike across the plain. The grief of birch that's bent and wintering. The strange mist. Far off the white story frame house in the pine woods stands proud. Families are in there, fearing, living. The left field of our baseball field is lost. Where the spring bubbles from the short right, I can see just snow, and just one hint of blackening snow, where waters below have formed a slush and darkening ice. Behind me now I can see my footsteps in silence and sadness of white distance filling, forming, growing vaguer, returning to the macrocosmos of even snow from the microcosmos of my striving. And far back of that, and now by distance seeable, where before my nearness not, the vague, unbelievable, hardly discernible, caped gray smokestacks of the mills across the river, and the dim smoke urging to rise from their warm, Dickensian interiors of grime, labor, personal involvements among divats, to the universe of the blizzard oversweeping all. I reach the end of the plain, go up the wagon path, past the backstop, home plate pines, the rocks, past the Greek farm on the left, now stilled from Cretan ripple, olive piece of summers to frost squat winter. The top of the hill, the view of the woods, the descent into the woods, the pond at the bottom of the hill, the star beneath the ice in the bottom of the pond, the ice skaters thronging by. And old LaSalle with a mattress in the back clunking by and sloshing the snowplows flat. I circle the ponds, the houses. The French-Canadian paisans are stomping their feet on all still screen porches. Christmas trees on their backs. Merry Christmas zings in the air. It darkens. Dusk's about to come. I've got to hurry. 
The first heartbreaking Christmas light comes on red and blue in a little farm window across the locked pond. My nose snuffles. My hands at the back of them are like thronged red leather. Off the road and into the country path, the fear of shrouded woods ahead. No more houses now, just bushes and pines and boulders and occasional clearings, occasional wood piles beautifully wreathed with a snow crown, the jump over a little property wire fence, the old tree base where black rocks of Indian summer at kid fires just stark dark through ice snow tops, remnant pieces of charred wood, the pine fronds gray as dead birds. Somewhere above, the coal-black crow is yawking. Crack! Crack! I see the flop of raven twit limbs battering onward through treetop twigs of aerial white to a hole in the heart of the forest, to the central pine and paint of my aching desire. The real Christmas is hiding somewhere from me, and it is still, it is holy, it is dark, it is insane. The crow broods there. Some nativity darker than Christianity, with wise men from underground, a Virgin Mary of the ice and snow, a Joseph of the trees, a Jesus like a star, a Bethlehem of pine cones and rocks and snakes, stone walls, eyes. But dark gray is the nightfall reality now. I plow my hockey stick in front of me. Sometimes it sinks three feet in culverts and holes. I jump and stagger and grind. Now a solid wall of pine is overhead. Through the dark skinny limbs I can see loud gloomy night is overshadowing the blizzard's white shadow. Darker, deeper, the forest ends and is like a room. Numb-busting silences ring my ears. I pause to listen. I hear stars. I hear one dog. One farmer door slam a mile away. I hear a hood of letters. A keen shrill of little girl. I hear the tick of snowflake on snow on limb. Ice is forming on my eyebrows. I come haunting, emerging from the forest, go down the hill to the brook. The stone wall has crystal icing in the heavy winter dim. Black, bleak lines in the sky. My mouth is odd open. Vapors puff out. It stops snowing, and I've begun to sense a blue scene in the new night. Soon I see one star above. I reach the brook. It flows under jagged ice caps, black as ink, gurgly, silver at the ice strip, coal steaming between blanket white banks to its destinations and rivers down. I follow in the gloom. Our diving boards all white, alone, unsupple, stiff-wooded in wintertime. Our trapeze hangs looping, dull, ice-roped. I yell in the one-room world. My stick penetrates no bottom. I found the trap hole. I walk around cautiously, follow the riverbank. Suddenly there's an orange feeling in the air. The sun, somewhere, has pirouetted protruding limbs into the mass of brass and iron blizzards. Silver is being rouged by the blastworks of the real hidden tropic sky. An Arabian night's blue spreads blue icing in the west. The eve star sparks and shivers in the blankets. One lank icicle suddenly stabs from its center to the earth and dissolves. Cold. No more snowfalls. Now the faint howl winds of the New England bring Alaskan shivers from the other hill down my collar. I leave the Black Brook, see the first and last touch of orange on the deep waters, 
I know it's beautiful now, and everything is good. I hurry back to my city. The path follows the brook, turns off in tangled tragic brushwood, goes deep across a cornfield. I hurry in a semicircle road back across my pond jumping path to the top of Moody Street, where again the snowplow's work is piled in double rumps each side, my liberated feet moving in snowshoe-flopping, jingling gladness. There stands the white colonial house. On the iron lawn, the Christmas glittering spruce, the noble snowy porch, fresh beginnings of a cocktail party inside. I reach the top of the hill, overlooking all Lowell. And there she is in the keen blue winter night, the starred above, the round brown sad face of the city hall clock in her granite tower a mile and a half away, the speechless throat of throbbing red neons against distant red brick of bowling alleys, business, squares, Chinese restaurants, the giant river of scything white and black around, from wilderness of horror to wilderness of horror and sea, the thunder and the rumble everywhere on the round and round horizon phantom night. The distant snake of a hundred car freight, Boston and Maine. The clean snow smoke and the new snow plain. The red glow of the locomotive's boilers. The distant two long, one short, one long howl at a country road crossing. The lone wee caboose at the rear drawn to other worlds, to deeper nights. The blue mill eternity windows, sighing froth of falls. Reflections of the city actual sad in river's ice. And the one long thoroughfare moody street from my feet ribboning clear down Pawtucketville suburb and over the river and down the dense, fantastic, humane little Canada to the downtown thrill. Clear. Cold. Immortal. I start home down the middle of the plowed street. Joyous cries on all sides of sliding kids. The run. The thap of feet, the slap of the sled down, the crumpy ride of the runners over nostalgic snow, rock scrapes, sparks like stars, the scarred, bundled, glee children of New England screeching, the black and white fantasy of their turmoil. Sister Marie is yelling irritably at her brother Ray down the level icewood of the tenement. Yes, I'm going. Yes, I'm going. I told you a hundred times. The wash hangs stiff and frozen. Long underwear stands by itself hanged. Brown porch lights are on where the mother is packing the frozen wash in fragrant piles. Little tiny nameless infant bundled to the ear sits rooting in the snow like Shakespeare's bird. The wreathed windows golden with Christmas behind him. He's looking and wondering, where was I born and what is my name? Roland Lambert? Roland Lambert? Who is that Roland Lambert? Who are you, Roland? Hello, Mr. That Passes. I wave my hands. My footsteps squeak and squidge in the tight-packed snow. I come down deeper in the joy of people. Past Mr. Vernon, the white houses, the spruce, the lost parochial white yard of night, the concrete wall, the first grocery store, screams, snow slush, Traffic ahead of me. Oil stove heat rushes down dim hallways out the raw door. There's Al Roberts throwing a snowball at Joe Plough. Another one. Crazy crisscrossing snowballs. Hoots and whoopies. The boys are ducking into the brown scarred door of the club for a brew. There's Jim with his Christmas tree. 
His rubbers are too low. The snow spills into his shoes against his silk socks. He yells, Last damn time I'm going to buy a Christmas tree. Mrs. T is yelling to Mrs. H across the washroom of the court. What time you going? Doors slam. Buses ball by. Cars race motors and drifts, sending blue exhausts in the blue purity. Keen. That same star shudders exploding on the roof of the church where candles flicker. There go the old ladies of the parish that are evening vespers. Bones in black coats. White-faced, gray brushed-back hair. Their poor little fragile hands hidden in muffs of indoor prayer. Golden light spills from Blessing's store onto the scuffled sidewalk, where the gang stands wrangling. I go in to buy my old Nick and Clark's, browse my usual comic books and pulp magazines. The wood stove is red hot in the back. There's the smell of heated overshoes, snow-wet floors, infolded night, smoke. I hurry down Gershom, past the snowball fights, the yoo-hoos, the proud adults in big coats bundling off to social evenings, adjusting scarves, opening garage doors and guffawing. The rosy-faced girls are hurrying to the bus, the show, the dance. Sad is the long fence of the long yard and the great high white frozen tree where the sick boy lives. I see him in the window, watching. Little narrow Sarah Avenue hasn't got a window that's not red or green or blue. Not one sidewalk gone musical with shovels. Wherely I come to the corner, turn up Phoebe, my three-mile circle's complete. Come to my house on slow, wet, sodden feet. Glad. Everything is saved. There's heat and warm joy in my house. I linger at the window looking in. My heart breaks to see they're moving in slowly with such dear innocence within. They don't realize time and death will catch them. Not now. Mom moves to lift the pot with such a bemused and serious, hardly knowing goodness and sadness. My father's huge still presence, his thighs in the chair, the absent-minded, darkened thought face, so wordless, unexplainable, sad. My sister bending over her adolescent fingernail, so preoccupied, ravenously attentive in the dream. When I open the door, they look up blandly with blue eyes. I stand facing them, all red-faced and frozen. Well, it's about time. You missed your supper. The rose is in the oven. It's not as hot anymore. Your mashed potatoes are almost cold. <sighs> Sit down. Crazy. I sit at the sparkling table in the bright warm light, ready. She brings me a big helping glass of milk, bread, butter, tapioca pudding with whipped cream. When you finish eating, we're going to get the Christmas tree and put it up, huh? Yes. Eat, honey. After your big walk, you must be hungry. That night in bed, I can still see the great bulging star, white as ice, beating in the dark field of heaven among the lesser glittering arrays. I can see its reflection in an icicle that depends from an eave above my window. I can hear my winter apple tree crackling black limbs in the frost. See the Milky Way all far and cold and crag-deep in time. I smell the soft, cold heat of the furnace in the cellar. Soon dawn, the rosy spread over pure snowfields. The witless winter bird with his muffly feathers inward. My sleep is deep in New England wintertime.
night. Mama. Mama killed chickens. She popped their heads off, put her foot on the little yellow hen's head, grabbed its legs, and jerked hard. The hedges laid there on the grass while the little chicken body went flopping all over the yard. Us kids ran like crazy, dodging chicken blood. I liked it better when Mama took the twenty-two rifle to the barn and would shoot a little hen off the high rafter up near the top of the barn where the chickens all roosted. Mama was a good shot. One Christmas Eve, there was a terrible storm. Daddy was off at the mines. Mama said, come on, and all us kids piled in the back of the pickup truck. Mama had the shotgun. We drove slow through the storm with Mama looking all around. Then she pulled over and said, come on. We followed. We walked a ways until we came up on a tree, a cedar tree, and Mama said, get behind me. We did, and she took aim and shot the tree in the trunk with both barrels, blew it clean in two. Mama said, y'all get the Christmas tree and come on. Us kids let out a yell. We were so happy cause Christmas had finally come. When Joseph was an old man, an old man was he. He courted Virgin Mary, the Queen of Galilee. He courted Virgin Mary, the Queen of Galilee. Joseph and Mary at walking one day. Here's some apples and cherries As fair as might be seen Here's some apples and cherries As fair as might be seen And Mary said to Joseph And Joseph said she Go and gather me some cherries, for I am with child. Go and gather me some cherries, for I am with child. Joseph flew in anger, in anger flew he. Let the father of thy baby gather cherries for thee. Let the father of the baby gather cherries for thee. Then up spoke baby Jesus from his mother's womb, said, Bow down low. Low cherry tree, bow low down to the ground. Bow down low, low cherry tree, bow low down to the ground. Then the cherry tree bowed down low, down low to the ground, and Mary some cherries while Joseph stood around. Mary gathered her some cherries while Joseph stood around.
Then Joseph took Mary upon his right knee, said, Tell me, tell me, pretty baby, when your birthday will be. Tell me, tell me, pretty baby, when your birthday will be. On the 6th of January, my birthday will be. When the stars and the elements do tremble with glee. When the stars and the elements do tremble with glee. Song. 
Santa. Pass us that bottle, will you? They said there'll be snow at Christmas They said there'll be peace on earth But instead it just kept on raining A veil of tears for the virgin birth I remember one Christmas morning A winter's light and a distant choir And the peal of a bell and that Christmas tree smell Eyes full of tinsel and fire They sold me a dream of Christmas they sold me a cyanite They told me a fairy story Till I believed in the Israelite And I believed in Father Christmas And I looked to the sky with excited eyes Then I woke with a yawn in the first light of dawn And I saw him and through his disguise
everyone's life You know a feeling has to grow And you may be having a bad time And you really shouldn't let it show I think what I decided to do when I uh, had learned of the death of Christine McVie of Fleetwood Mac was to tailor some of the songs that air, at least in the beginning anyway, towards something more like a, a British perspective of uh, Christmas. I don't know why. I, not like I could really find any uh, Fleetwood Mac songs that would really be about uh, the time of the year, let alone Christmas, but... Um, just kind of felt that way. And I think it kind of worked out. If it makes sense to your eyes and ears listening to this edition of Radio Crystal Blue. I'm Dan Herman. This is um, the last show for the year being published around December the 10th. Safe enough time to celebrate whatever, however you celebrate the uh, holidays, the end of the year, December and such. There's um, so much music to get to, as you'd expect for this show, which I have some traditions I carry and some that I um, I rotate every uh, few years in terms of the actual music. And uh, this time around, at least for the beginning, I felt I would uh, share with you some songs I hadn't spun in a while and uh, just before we launch into the uh, whole thing, I want to remind you this show, as always, is available to download, stream, and to share in full 
music accessible to your favorite podcast platform and your uh, smart devices. I know most of the uh, people listening often listen via Spotify or Amazon or Anchor and also the smaller ones. The links to all of them are at the landing page and the homepage of my website. Yours truly is at the following. Uh, email is dan at radiocrystalblue.net. Twitter is Radio CBLUE. Facebook, just look under my name and the show title. That's too easy. There is also a presence that's been around on the web for a few years, but it's become one of my new places for um, social media gathering. It's called Mastodon. And I'm liking it there. It's uh, kind of a good place where you can freely share uh, details and get really cozy with hashtags. It's kind of like with uh, IRC in a way, but dressed up as a uh, social media platform. It's, um, It's what Twitter should have become and never did. Probably never will. The uh, the page for me on there is the following Mastodon M A S T O D O N dot world forward slash at R A D I O C B L U E. I usually post things relevant to the uh, hashtags I have on my profile and other stuff too. So I would just say have a look, and if it cause you to ditch Twitter, that's fine. Your choice. I'm actually keeping Twitter uh, for the time being. The only social media handle I ever gave up on was uh, uh, MySpace. I don't really use that anymore. Everything else is pretty much fair game. Instagram, I save for pictures that need good captioning. Facebook is still a primary. Twitter is a primary. And that's all I really need. Mastodon, I think, is a good new wrinkle and a good space to uh, reinvent with. I would say just have a look and see which server fits you and where do one of the general ones like I do and uh, see if that tickles your fancy. I have so much to share with you before we get into this music. The last show is always this time of the year, early December, and then in terms of programming, what I plan to do is announce the the charts, which I do right around Christmas. I think, given my, my schedule, my work schedule, I will most likely do the uh, announcements of those who rank in the top 100 for the year and other similar charts as usual via Twitter probably right on Christmas Day on the 25th of course as I work on the 26th pretty certain I will have I think my biggest active audience I think maybe toward the afternoon or evening of Christmas Day I will narrow down the time and I will inform you in advance when I will be doing basically a, a, a live Twitter um, series of posts. I will also cross-post onto Facebook, 
and find a way to do that creatively on Instagram and on Mastodon to uh, inform you all as to uh, who ranks as my top 100 artists for 2022 based on airplay. And after that, I'll take some time off and then prepare for the next podcast, which will be beginning my next um, not archive, my next uh, rotation with shows three times a month as usual except for December, of course. Uh, three shows basically targeting January 10th, 20th, and 31st which is my birthday. Mm-hmm. Starting with the uh, January 10th uh, program. And the work on that begins usually January 1st or 2nd. That's the plan anyway. This has been a good year, a good productive year, which has seen me transfer uh, stores a couple of times and also take on a leadership role and uh, learn a few more things about myself personally as well as professionally. And with the show, I changed my ways a little bit in terms of the... um, Matter of gaining, uh, matter of gathering who would receive airplay. Uh, I think I'm, I think it made more active changes in terms of the um, the gathering. Most of all, determine who would receive airplay. I think that's the big one. And I've made downloads and streams my main choice to determine. Uh, who to select from with airplay. I don't proactively ask for CDs anymore. I still get them every once in a while, but I, I've gotten so few over last year and this year that I just pretty much have stopped. Um, and that's by design. And I'm okay with that. Uh, I don't want to have a, a billion CDs here. Even though I miss going through liner notes and reading all this stuff to you, miss all those exclu- exclusive stories, I I need the convenience. It's just so much easier, and it's easier for the production and post-production. So I think we be- all become creative enough to figure how to tell those stories that are not exclusively in uh, CD packages. And I think... That has grown out of the um, the easier use of technology within, like with TikTok, like with the way we use video and so forth. It's um, it's rather inspiring. Speaking of TikTok, I, I keep thinking of growing that channel with more uh, stuff. I mean, I know enough people may just want to use TikTok just because it's there, just to have a tighter fan base to, to uh, work with. And not a lot of people actually use their handle to uh, be creative and do videos with. So I will somehow find a way to get to it again. And even though I do have a few videos, I want to uh, add to the um, list. I want to maybe share a few topics. I have several. I have a number of topics I could uh, get into, including music and what I remember doing, if you remember uh, me posting on YouTube as well as on Facebook, I'd, I still don't even remember don't remember how I did this, but I remember creating videos with my uh, smartphone, 
and being able to upload them and uh, figure the editing out a bit so that it actually looks somewhat professional and struggle at times to get it just right. I could still do that, but going right to the TikTok platform would be even better. And I'm thinking, why just why not just go right to TikTok to uh, say share with you the uh, results of the charts, maybe a little post mortem about how the shows went and uh, things that could be improved on, uh, or um, summaries of how the shows went, little little things like that. Maybe I'll do that. Hopefully, if that improves the listening experience for you, that would be good. So, that's the state of things with the show. I'm still very happy to receive a ton of content from all over the world, all over the internet. And sometimes it's a challenge to get back to everybody in terms of the the artists and the uh, artist managers and PR reps to uh, let everybody know about who got airplay. But that's on me. I mean, hey, look, I got a full-time job and I have this and I have a few other things that take up my time. And it's up to me to manage all that. So from this point toward the very end of the year, roughly as I record the show, a little like more than three weeks, three and a half weeks, um, I'll have a lot of time to put the charts together, a lot of time to um, do some networking online as well as in person. And oh, hey, I haven't forgotten about uh, concert experiences because uh, I'm attending a show on Saturday, uh, December 10th, the Kung Fu Necktie is a fantastic band. You've heard me air a number of times. Soraya. Finally get to see them perform at their home base in Philly. And I will be there. I'll be doing some photos and stuff. I also found out about Castle Black. Uh, they're playing a spot called The Fire, another place that I hadn't been to in years. That, sh- that venue is still around, and I'll be there for a show big showcase there on December the 16th. So those are my plans. What are yours? I am recording the show December 7th, December 8th. The show should be out by December 10th. Hey, let's get to some of this music. Now, of course, I just left off with uh, Fleetwood Mac and going specifically through Christine McVie's history and giving a listen to a lot of the songs that she had uh, written and sung. I went back into the past. I had gone back to those early 70s. At a time when the band was doing very well in the studio, but they had some difficulty with their touring experience. Uh, Danny Kerman was in the band in 1972, and he was getting hooked on drugs, and was becoming alienated from uh, the rest of the band. And uh, he got fired after refusing to go on stage and criticizing the band afterwards. And also uh, smashing his uh, guitar before a concert on an American tour. Apparently he had uh, suffered a breakdown. In the three albums they released in that period, they had constantly changed lineups. And... They had a connection with uh, Subway Brown's road manager, in fact, and uh, 
The McVees, uh, Bob Welch, also Bob Weston, known as a sly guitarist, and uh, vocalist Dave Walker had recorded their, their seventh album called Penguin, released in 1973. They would fire um, Dave Walker because they felt his vocal style and attitude didn't fit well with the rest of the band. The remaining members carried on and they would record their eighth studio album, Mystery to Me, which we heard two tracks from. But at the time, uh, McVie's marriage was under a lot of stress, which was aggravated by their constant working with each other and uh, John's, uh, John McVie's considerable alcohol abuse. Apparently, uh, Bob Weston had an affair with Mick Fleetwood's wife, Jenny Boyd Fleetwood, sister of Patty Boyd Harrison. And there's a whole other can of worms with that whole story. Now, Mick was said to have been devastated by this and he couldn't continue with the tour. So Weston gets fired. The tour gets canceled. There's a 73 U.S. tour. And basically they had decided to split up. And then beyond that, there's more tour drama and more personal drama with a sort of fake Fleetwood Mac band with some different members with the blessing of their uh, management actually touring as Fleetwood Mac and there was that whole thing which um, is a whole mess I'm just scanning the surface here Christine McVeath though stood fast to the uh, the lineup and gave you a couple of songs my two favorites from the ones that she contributes to on that album titled Mystery to Me. As usual, she would perform on keyboards and also do lead and backing vocals on a number of tracks, and Bob Welch would uh, do the bulk of the work for the most part elsewhere, right alongside uh, John McVie and, of course, McFleetwood and uh, Bob Weston. I didn't follow Christine's uh, career all that much, but uh, specifically wanted to go back in time to the early 70s. And I was seeing more of the British uh, influence with uh, some of the Christmas music. And that led me to airing a track that I hadn't aired in a few years. I really like this one. I believe in Father Christmas, which is, of course, Greg Lake of uh, ELP, Emerson Lake and Palmer. Music with lyrics by Peter Sinfield. Although categorized as a Christmas song, Greg had uh, wrote the song in protest at the commercialization of Christmas. Uh, Peter Sinfield was quoted saying, though, that the words are about a loss of innocence and childhood belief. A song from 1975. He was once uh, quoted saying, I find it appalling when people say it's politically incorrect to talk about Christmas. You've got to talk about the holiday season. Christmas was a time of family warmth and love. There was a feeling of forgiveness, acceptance, and I do believe in Father Christmas. End quote. There is a video for the song that was shot on the Sinai Peninsula of Egypt. 
and also the Dead Sea Scrolls caves in the West Bank, including footage from the Vietnam War and the Six-Day War, which I think was in 1967. It's been covered by many other artists since, like Robbie Williams, uh, Vertical Horizon, Sarah Brightman, and uh, some others. And he wrote a letter, Greg Lake did, to the Guardian newspaper about the song in answer to a question by a reader regarding whether it was possible to survive on Christmas royalties alone. Well, here is his response. He says, 1975, I recorded and wrote a song called I Believe in Father Christmas, which some Guardian readers may remember and may even own. It was a big hit and still gets played on the radio every year around December, and it appears on more or less every Christmas compilation going. So I can tell you from experience that it's lovely to get the old royalty check around September every year, but on its own, the Christmas song money isn't quite enough to buy my own island in the Caribbean. I'm on tour at the moment, and the Christmas song is as well received now as it was 30 years ago, maybe even more so. If Guardian readers could all please request to be played by the local radio stations, maybe that Caribbean island wouldn't be so far away. And if I get there, you're all invited. A few years ago, Jethro Tull released the String Quartets album featuring the Carducci Quartet. Matthew Denton on violin, Michelle Fleming doing likewise, Ian Schmidt-Martin on viola, Emma Denton on cello, John O'Hara with the orchestral arrangements, and Celesta and piano, and of course Ian Anderson on flute, vocals, acoustic guitar, and mandolin. Pass the Bottle, a Christmas song from their album The String Quartets. Well, you heard in the beginning, just after my reading of Home at Christmas by Jack Kerouac, going back uh, a few decades, was two selections from an album titled Kentucky, Poems, Stories, Songs. Poetry by the great poet Ron Whitehead, whose uh, work has been translated into dozens of languages. He's the author of 30 books and 40-plus albums. He has performed worldwide, and he has produced many arts events, festivals, and a whole host of nonstop music and poetry insomniacathons, uh, essentially nonstop readings for 24, 48, 72, even 90-hour such performances uh, worldwide. He has edited and published the works of luminaries like the Dalai Lama, President Jimmy Carter, Hunter S. Thompson, uh, the aforementioned Jack Kerouac, Andy Warhol, Yoko Ono, Bono, Allen Ginsberg, uh, Lawrence Ferlinghetti, and hundreds more. Short piece titled Mama is from that album. We also heard Sarah Elizabeth Berkey and the traditional Cherry Tree Carol. She herself, songwriter, recording artist, and storyteller, and international performing artist. Also commissioned by the uh, governor of Kentucky for the uh, 
Kentucky Native American Heritage Commission from 2012 to 2016, Director of Music for the Eastern Bend of Cherokee Indians by the Cherokee Historical Association a few years later, and many other accolades. Her website is barefootsongbird.com. Ron's website remains tappingmyownphone.com, taking uh, from the phrase of uh, that title of one of his notable poems. I may have shared with you, I had uh, crossed paths with him this one year, I think it was August of, may have been 2002. That year I had uh, started working for a music venue in New York City called the C-Note, which is going back now, yeah, 20 years, my goodness. And I had a um, chance to uh, see... Uh, all this poetry being read and accompanied music and it inspired me so much seeing the legend David Amram run and others performing doing their best stuff and uh, I had a chat with Ron and he was strongly encouraging of me to uh, air some of his material and he gave me a few CDs and well I haven't looked back <laughs> Nice to have Ron Whitehead back on this program. And, of course, the annual reading of Kerouac's Home at Christmas to start things off as usual. And, uh, this um, story was published in a, I think it was a women's magazine of some sort in the 1960s. And happy to give you that short story once again with a setting in sometime in the early 1930s while he was living growing up in Lowell and yes good long story here about all that there was some recent Kerouac news apparently the new owners of the St. Petersburg Florida house where he had spent the last two years of his life recently has become opened up to the public he had moved into the house with his third wife Stella in 1967 and the owners simply want people to come in and enjoy it all the artifacts that remain have been locked up for 30 years and what remains outside of everything that was uh, taken out of there is uh, still in its place and people are allowed to make donations maybe even come and stay for a while Apparently they do streaming events, so it could be like a studio. So, should be more details, I guess, someplace attached to Kerouac. Uh, I'm reading from a news story about this uh, development, which took place earlier this year. I know there's more stuff attached to Kerouac and the uh, centennial, which was this year of his uh, birth. I had... Um, it, now, speaking of TikTok, I one of the TikToks I recorded was me in a Philadelphia alley reciting something from a uh, collection of uh, short stories and poems, which I hadn't seen before. A lot of unpublished stuff, some early stuff when he was barely out of his teens, just hitting stride with his uh, creativeness. And I thought that was fun. I'll probably do more. 
Yeah, what am I saying? I will do more. Good to be with you here, beginning of December, this holiday edition. And as I did say, yes, there is a lot of Christmas stuff, but it's not just about Christmas, even if you don't celebrate that. There should be something for you in this in this whole collection. I had um, mentioned the uh, chart page. The charts I do, ranking all the uh, top artists of the year. The current charts are still up from last year's recital. The uh, links are all at the chart page. And I'll change all those out. And uh, we'll see who's number one this year. If you ask me, I, I couldn't be too sure if we'll have a new number one. I know previous number ones like Vance Gilbert, Jonathan Bird got significant airplay this year. And Marcarelli got some. Uh, there's others that uh, definitely deserve a place. But um, we'll, we'll figure it out together as uh, we get closer. So that'll be occupying my time over the next uh, couple of weeks. We get back into the music now and staying within the British theme for a bit. I kind of figured it would be a bit traditional to air this gentleman's music who has a host of Christmas and related songs that he does every year. And almost every year comes up with something new. This one goes back a few years and I think if I had to choose one song of his related to the holiday this is probably my favorite. It's fully original, and it, re uh, uh, what's the word, Dan? That uh, recalls specifically uh, an older popular song that also goes back to the early 70s in the United Kingdom. I'll tell you the story about it first, and then we'll launch into the music. The idea, according to the, the songwriter, came long before Christmas. It was June of 2015 and the band were together to play at an event somewhere in the country and during an extensive and wide-ranging meeting about various topics they discussed ideas for the Christmas song and one of them told the story of Roy Wood sitting in the Blue Note in Derby having to put up with people going up to him and asking if he wished it was Christmas all the time. Well, the songwriter thought, that's the song, and within a week, the song was written. And it goes like this. Oh, look, Roy Woods is standing at the bar of the Blue Kirby Tarby in the 1990s when we rolled up to dance. All he wants, a pint. And the viewers with his mates But he knows for sure a Santa sleigh is coming round That someone's bound to say Oi! Roy! Do you wish that it could be Christmas every day? Do you really want a daily dose of children singing When the band begins to play? Face. Won't you tell me, do you really wish you could 
he's aloof He's heard all this before Every time he wants a drink after the pubs have shut since 1974 It's a Midlands right of passage into adulthood So that you can shout at Roy Woods Oi! Roy! Do you wish that it Could be Christmas every day? Do you want a day There's a children singing When the band begins to play Logistically, it's problematic When you're gonna find the time to do your rapping The only place that's open is the corner shop The concert floor and stuffing means the toilet's blocked The economy's shrinking and the jumpers getting tighter The only people working are the Queen's speech writers Everybody's sleeping in their mum's spare room I really don't think you can have thought this through But there's one day when the drunken comments cease All the idiots are bothering their families And Roy Wood is at peace Oh glorious day December 25th As Roy raises the silent mind to his lips You'll hear him whisper this Oh yes he says, I wish that it could be Christmas every day. When the band stops ringing and the kids stop singing and the Santa's gone away. I'll have me and the only sound you'll hear is the tell I really wish it could be Christmas every single day. Leave me alone
A new song from the new Bardos. Never too much Christmas. That's Gar Francis on guitar, Dan Sky on bass, John Cruitz on keys, Johnny Rego on drums and percussion, and of course Wayne Oliveri with the vocals. Straight up rock and roll song, which according to Wayne, he says, we wanted to put out something a bit more rock and roll than usual for Christmas. And this one just fell together at rehearsal a few weeks back. So we rushed into Skylab Studios, our home away from home, and knocked it out in one four-hour session. This is a bonus track from their EP Singles Night, where you also heard another track uh, recently from on a recent edition of RCB. No website. They, they had one, but it kind of fell apart, so... You can find them on Facebook under the phrase The New Bardos. T-H-E-N-E-W-B-A-R-D-O-T-S. I think you'll discover that I'd like to introduce some brand new uh, songs for the holidays, some that are of recent vintage, and some older ones I haven't spun in uh, a bunch of years. This, however, is one of the newer ones. As is from a duo call themselves Jackson and Clark. They're a harmony duo from the UK who also perform as the six-piece Jackson and Clark Rock and Rodeo Band. Jackson and Clark met five years ago after meeting through a radio station on social media. Uh, Paul contacted Liz and chatted about music. And after listening to each other's songs, they agreed to try a duet as they both felt the vocals would blend and both wanted the same from the music they both do. And Paul is a songwriter from Sunderland. He made his name in the 90s with a band called Roadhouse. He was the uh, frontman, lead singer, and songwriter who wrote all the songs on their album and worked on alongside Def Leppard original guitarist Pete Willis and drummer Frank Noon. Did very well in the uh, British charts. Paul would get into country, and he started the Smith & Jackson Country Band in 1994 with Jimmy Smith, and they were one of the big new country bands in British country music. Smith & Jackson had split in 2007, Paul would work as a solo artist, and the other half of Kiss's management, Bill Ocon, came to the UK to hear Paul. He liked what he heard and flew Paul to Nashville to meet the talented hit songwriter Costas Laridas, who Paul has become great friends with, and a songwriting partner. What more could you ask for? Well, now, Paul has teamed up with Scottish female country vocalist Liz Clark for this next chapter of his career. Liz is from Glasgow who lives in central Scotland and has been on their music circuit for over 20 years. She and her husband, who also plays keys, started their own band called Eclipse, a three-piece, all-genres covers band. And after four years, Brian Douglas on guitar had uh, left to get married, so the trio became a duo with uh, Liz on lead vocals. Later on, she would form Stetsons and Heels, a country trio with uh, some more guitar. And then they added some country shows to the uh, repertoire. 
Eclipse and Stetsons and Heels are still performing today, and Liz still plays shows with them regularly in Scotland. So then we get to the present day where she was approached by a TV show and uh, called Keep a Country on uh, Sky TV. And this is where she uh, collaborated with a few other artists and a little later on the aforementioned uh, Clark. So a lot to the story coming out of Liz's uh, second album while still filming for a uh, TV show. And this was in 2017. There's a lot more to tell you about, but there is a uh, no website. There is a bit of a Facebook group I think is active. It's called Liz Claire Official Fan Page. That's L-I-Z-C-L-A-R-E Official Fan Page on Facebook. I have no other place to reference any of their music. Yeah, I threw in that old chestnut. I wish it could be Christmas every day from the band Wizard. And I know, such a weird tune that is. That song, pretty much the real staple of uh, the band's uh, repertoire. Roy Wood found himself in political disagreement with uh, ELO's manager Don Arden. And following a difference of opinion during the recording of their second album, ELO 2, Roy walked out of the session and went down the road to a different studio where the Birmingham group Mongrel, which included his former move bandmate Rick Price, as well as drummers Charlie Grimm and Keith Smart, were recording and asked if they would be interested in putting a band together. So what happened was Roy left ELO, taking a few of the band members with him, Bill Hunt on keys and French horn, and Hugh McDowell on cello, plus ELO's sound engineer, Trevor Smith. And years later, Roy denied ever having a, any kind of an issue with uh, co-founder Jeff Lynn. So, um, I don't know. It's uh, up for question, that very idea that they had any arguments, uh, insisting, uh, quoting quoted for the press saying we never had a real row and we're still mates now in fact he claimed he left the group because he foresaw a fallout between him and Jeff Lynn due to their increasing differences of opinion which he felt were caused indirectly by the band's management and wanted to avoid it the band debuted in 1972 at the London Rock and Roll Show at Wembley Stadium their second appearance was the Reading Festival later that month with uh, Roy in full costume with the war paint makeup and everything else. And they were front and center in terms of the British uh, glam rock era. They had another big hit called Ballpark Incident in uh, 1973 and did a fair tribute to the Full Spectre Wall of Sound with that song as well as See My Baby Jive and Angel Fingers. But the Christmas single, I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day, became an annual fixture on British and Irish radio and TV and reissued in 1981 as well as 84. The band would split in 1975 and 
Wood and Price formed the short-lived Wizzo Band, after which Roy reverted to a solo career in addition to producing records for other acts. Several members of the band passed away over the uh, several remaining years, and actually Rick Price passed away just this past May. I have to wonder if even these days, Ray Witzel gets asked about the whole uh, Christmas every day bit, as suggested by the song by M.J. Hibbett and the Validators. Roy Wood in the Blue Notes. Website for them is mjhibbett.co.uk. And it's part of an online Christmas uh, box, as it were, which you can purchase online. I believe it's also available through um, Bandcamp as well. Let me get some details for you here. Just looking for this uh, release information for you. There is something called a Christmas selection box, basically a co- compilation of older songs. And says, yeah, you can get it through Bandcamp, iTunes, Spotify, and on Amazon as well. So, roughly 12, maybe 15 songs in this uh, bunch. And this is one of them. Good to have MJ Hibbett. Typically, it's her at the end of the year on the radar here on Radio Crystal Blue. I'm Dan Herman on this special edition of Radio Crystal Blue here on December 10th, 2022. Just the tip of this frozen iceberg. I've got a lot more to get to. In fact, uh, I haven't forgotten the proper rotation. I figured I'll give you some semblance of that here alongside everything else. And we'll get to some uh, newer releases along with that. In fact, that reminds me later on, I'll tell you how to submit music for future editions of the show. I do have music coming from, uh, let's see, is this Switzerland? I think it is. There's a band I'm just become acquainted with. We'll also have a sense of uh, country music airing in the Netherlands and beyond. And I'll tell you more about them at the end of this segment. They call themselves Hillsome South. This is from their new album, Be My Guest. This is titled Someday. I tried so hard to forget you. If I don't see a face, baby, my heart won't feel it too. Every single word you ever told me, no need to
stars aligned and dropped you in my world You found a spark and a reason to believe When you saw the air in me, you could breathe Thank God he made believers in lost souls Stars aligned and dropped you in my world You found a spark and a reason to believe You saw the air in me, you could breathe I don't know where I I've been struggling for so damn long Breaking through the seasons on my own Take this dusty horse, ride it home Take this dusty horse, ride it home Take this dusty horse, ride it home
great band from Europe called Some Sprouts, a track called Green Feather. They've been uh, airing the occasional single through their uh, label Blinkpunkt for some time now. They're based out of uh, Germany, and somewhere in my list, I know they have some uh, shows they had a recent gig, and uh, there's a lot more to come. Website for them is somesprouts.com. Again, that new song of theirs is called Green Feather. And this song bodes well for their debut album coming up first thing, 2023. Jay Stott, one drink, two drink. Fine up-tempo tune from his album Wreckage of Now. JGstot.com. JGstott.com. And Jay, I just discovered, is also embracing uh, Mastodon. Upcoming shows for him December 10th at Very Nice Brewing in Nederland, Colorado. December 11th at the Rock Inn Mountain Tavern in Estes Park. January 20th. Black and Blues in the town of Loveland, Colorado. February 4th at High Hops Brewing. Solo show for him. That's in Windsor, Colorado. We heard from the band Surrender Hill. The uh, duo-led band, anyways. From this double album. Just Another Honky Tonk in a Quiet Western Town. That track called Dusty Horse. December 11th, let me see if I have my notes right on these because there's a ton of shows that run together. 
Looks like they play at OTT Farms and Vineyards in LJ, Georgia. December 14th at J. Michael's Prime in the town of Canton. Playing December 15th at the Riverstone Corner Bistro elsewhere in Canton. December 16th at the Dogwood in Blue Ridge. These are all Georgia shows. December 17th at Chateau Maitre Vineyards at Talking Rock. December 18th at Big Door Vineyards in the town of White. December 23rd at Canoe Vineyards back at Talking Rock. December 29th at Fainting Goat Vineyards. <laughs> Love that title. That's in the town of Jasper. New Year's Eve at Buckley Vineyards back in Elegy in Georgia. Surrenderhill.com for more. I have to tell you the story about Hillsome South. Figure their translator here. Looks like it starts off with Marek Hirschop, who's on lead vocals, guitar, harmonica, and banjo. Jos van Werken is on bass. Gerard Harder on guitars, dobro, and mandolin, as well as vocals. And Rob Hirschop on drums and percussion. Marike started singing at the age of 11. When she was 20, she had rec recorded under the name Felicity. She worked with Rob Van Leeuwen of the band Shocking Blue, and then eventually chose a top 40 band called Real Company, with which she performed for over 10 years. Then would later perform for 15 more years to a wide Spanish and Italian repertoire with uh, more top 40 covers and such. And now she um, chooses this band for the music she grew up with and where her heart truly lies. The website for this band is hillsomesouth.com. H-I-L-L-S-O-M-E-S-O-U-T-H. hillsomesouth.com for more. Looks like they're playing next December 10th at the Live Inn in the town of Hilversum. I'm guessing this is in the Netherlands. January 4th, they're playing in Tivoli, Vrindenberg at the Rebo Open Winter Stage. January 29th, Open Podium de Vorsten in Hilversum. February 5th, peaking at the Buren in the Martelan in Hilversum as well. This is Radio Crystal Blue. I'm Dan Herman. It's the end of December. It's the end of the year again. A special holiday edition is uh, upon us with uh, so much to give you with uh, this program. I've got uh, lots more to share with you. And I did promise some older songs I'm going to take out of the uh, mothballs and give to you. In fact, we'll go back to... Oh my goodness. What year was this album out? Was it 2005, 2006? I'm not sure. Their website is not up to date, unfortunately. But we're digging back into the past with a, a fiery songwriter who actually did tour with Janis Joplin's original band, Big Brother and the Holding Company, as their lead singer, filling some mighty big blues shoes. Gonna dig into this one, which I can't exactly say is a um, holiday song of sorts, but it's bluesy, it's soulful, and it's just fun. I love this. I speak of Hallie DeVestern, 
singing about that glow-in-the-dark baby Jesus. St. Ignatius So I wrote a couple phrases On a Christmas card Then mailed it to myself And while Midtown's filled with tourists Downtown sings the chorus Of a carol I ain't heard 
heard since I was 12. I got a package from my mother and a phone call from my brother. I'll return them both when I work up the nerve. And from the fire chiefs to the cop cars parked on Perry Street onto the NTA in every storefront on display. The kids are counting down the days I want to tell you Happy Christmas I hope you miss me something fierce I hope your shopping's done I hope you've gone and had your fun I hope you say you're coming back this year There's the church and there's the steeple And there's rows and rows of people Yeah, I guess they find their way back every year But all the coins in the collection plate Won't pay the freight to make the Yuletide gay And this could go either way And I mean it when I say I want to tell you Happy Christmas this song to make you cry I'll sing it loud as hell I'll ring the St. Ignatius bells And catch the snowflakes falling from the sky
That indeed is Rodney Crowell. Cold Christmas, written for the annual A Very Cherry Christmas compilation by Cherry 8 Records, released just uh, days before recording this program. I mean, this isn't uh, Cliff Richard, and this is uh, <laughs> something uh, more to homage of uh, Krautrock, like uh, from the 70s. And it's um, interesting. I mean, dig these lyrics. Julie wanted a Christmas tree until she fell into poverty. The house is cold and the lights are off and now she's getting a nasty cough. I mean, it's right out of uh, Elmer Rigby material. <laughs> Rodney's been featured by major press, mainly in uh, England, but also has received radio play worldwide and... When live, he performs shows with the likes of Prem, Marshaux, Death and Vanilla, Miram, Steve Davis, Blancmange, and many others. Superb electronic pop music from Rodney Cromwell. Cold Christmas is the name of that one. Comes courtesy of the Happy Robots label. My friends over there at the website happyrobots.co.com. UK. We also heard from Holding Poison, a band formed in lockdown of 2020, consisting of Matt Blackwell and Jack Findle. They were a British rock band, ready to leave their own stamp on the music scene there. They released three singles in 2021, as well as their debut EP and a live album. And this is uh, their contribution to this uh, Christmas program called This is Christmas. No website, but they are on Facebook. If you look under the phrase, Holding Poison Official. Another staple of this program, and certainly a staple of uh, Christmas in New York, is a band called Wormburner. This great song called The Bells of St. Ignatius. They are based out of Brooklyn, though have origins in Hoboken, New Jersey. Definitely anthemic indie rock with a kind of punk rock thing going on uh, deep within. Their last album to date was called Pleasant Living in Planned Communities. Talking about uh, life in suburban uh, New Jersey. Hank Henry is the uh, vocalist. Uh, for this band and he was once part of an 120 minutes uh, program led by the great MTV DJ or rather VJ Matt Pinfield they have shared stages over the years with the Violent Femmes Old 97s The Walkman Deer Tick War on Drugs Dean and Britta School of Seven Bells The Late Tommy Keen Bill Janovitz of Buffalo Tom Cracker and also Camper Van Beethoven. Apparently uh, David Lowry produced Wormburner's debut album. Every year, Wormburner hosts an event at the, I think it's the Mercury Lounge, where they have this uh, annual show, Christmas show, along with a group of guys called the Yule Dogs who do uh, uh, rock versions of... Uh, Christmas songs and Wormburner plays a full set of their music plus this song for sure. 
the bells of St. Ignatius. Wormburner.com for uh, much more. This year's gig at Mercury Lounge will be on December the uh, 15th. Please, as always, on East Housing Street in NYC. Hallie DeVester, Glow in the Dark Baby Jesus, from the debut album Superhero Killer. Featuring members, former members of bands led by Denis Bonet, Sean Mullins, Roger Waters, and the like. Over the years, they've opened for Johnny Winter, Government Mule, Bonnie Bramlett, Jimmy Vaughn, John Hammonds, Antigone Rising, just to name a very few. Website's still out there. HalleyDeVestern.com H-A-L-L-E-Y-D-E-V-E-S-T-E-R-N.com 